Hey everybody, Ben Beck here, host of the Spotlight, part of the Next Level Podcast Network, and we are bringing you our sixth season. That's right, we've been doing this for six years, uh, and it, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've brought to you brought you any new episodes. Life kind of gets in the way; you kind of have to juggle things, and it's been so long. Uh, it's been it been that long of a while that I was actually telling people this is the beginning of the fifth season and I was actually incorrect uh, in that this is indeed our sixth season Uh, and I'm excited because we've got some great new conversations coming your way over the course of the next couple weeks to months Uh, we're still booking some new ones that are possibly going to be happening as well a lot of feelers out there a couple that have already been booked and yet to be recorded but yes sixth season we've got some great new content coming to you over the course of the future Uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, In order to make sure you're up to date on everything, just make sure you follow us on all the social medias, facebook.com slash the next level network, and both Instagram and Twitter at the spotlight on NXT. Uh, That's, (laughs) sorry, stumbled over my words a little bit. That's at the spotlight NXT on both Instagram and Twitter. And while you're at the next level network.com, make sure you're checking out all of the other fantastic podcasts that are part of the next level podcast network. We're kicking off this sixth season with somebody from one of my favorite shows on television. That's new Amsterdam on NBC. Uh, their second season is wrapping up short season, unfortunately due to the pandemic of the, uh, the COVID-19 that's happening right now in the world. Uh, but that would be my guess this time around is the delightful uh, Deidre Frail. Uh, Frell. I, I always pronounced her name wrong during the interview, too. And uh, uh, forgive me, Deidre, if you're listening to this uh, for doing it again. <laughs> Deidre Friel. And uh, she was so delightful, so much fun to talk to. I called her delightful in the intro, and she absolutely lives up to it. Uh, special thanks to Jamie over at NBC for helping us get this organized. And uh, we get to talk about her career a little bit, her getting started, uh, what she's been doing to pass the time during the pandemic that's happening right now, uh, all about working with the cast of NBC's New Amsterdam, and of course, possibly some dream people she'd like to work with as well in the future. Uh, by the, Make sure you listen to the whole thing and get uh, her social media handles as well, both Instagram and Twitter, and make sure you follow her. Uh, She's a fun follow on Instagram, especially if you're a fan of hers, if you're a fan of New Amsterdam, or just you're a fan of this podcast and you want to do me a favor by following all the great guests that I have. So sit back, relax, and here it is, my conversation with Deidre. It's the next level. Hey, this is Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Parnell. Hey, this is TJ Fine. Hey all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to the Level Have Fun. It's a new season of the spotlight here on Next Level, and while we're definitely in a very interesting and difficult time right now, uh, we have to try our best to stay social, stay entertained, do what we can, and that's why I'm very happy to introduce my guest this time around. She's worked on screen alongside some heavy hitters like Leah Remini and J-Lo, and now you can see her as part of the cast of NBC's hit show, New Amsterdam. Please welcome the delightful Deirdre Farrell. Deirdre, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Oh my God, the delightful Deirdre Friel. This is a lovely, that's a great introduction. Thank you, sir. I know I'm, I'm taking a shot in the dark, but just everything I'm, 
I'm just I'm I'm assuming, but everything I've seen from you know your your parts on New Amsterdam and you know just other interviews I've seen with you, I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty accurately spot on. No, you are. I'm absolutely and utterly delightful. You're right. Well, that's good. That's good to know. We got. We all have to have that that confidence to know that that's how we are. <laughs> No, that's sweet. Thank you so much. That's such a nice intro. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, first things first, I have to give you a huge congratulations on a massive three-season renewal for New Amsterdam. That's incredible. We, we are really super proud of that. Thank you so much. We're really excited to keep bringing great programming to NBC and to the viewers and the fans. So we're, we're thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we we talked a, a little bit about this before we started recording, but how are you keeping yourself busy right now during the uh, the stay apocalypse, as I'm calling it? Uh, the stay apocalypse. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's really good. I heard that uh, they're saying all the kids that are going to be born in like December and January, they're going to call them children of the corn. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I've heard so, that before too. Um. No, uh, what I decided to do a couple weeks ago, uh, I decided to. Uh, I'm, I'm normally based in New York City, but I came out to. Uh, spend time with my my parents there in New Jersey and uh, both of my parents uh, mothers are in like elder care kind of situation so I thought maybe if I came out here I could be a, a maybe a little bit of help or something I, mm. I don't know I think it's during these times it's it's tricky to know how to be helpful or what the right things to do are but I hope people are doing their best and I hope people are staying put when they can stay put and I hope they're helping in ways that are responsible when they can do that it's so tricky to know right Ben? Like, yeah, it's, yeah it it's tricky to know what to do it really is because i know like when i'm not doing anything with like podcasting i'm also uh, an event coordinator which that, that job's kind of on pause oh. right now um you're on pause a little bit yeah but you know but i also you know just for uh, you know j actually i do it more for fun um than oh, cool. the extra money well i'm talking i i do door dashing for fun um not a sponsor, by the way. I just I just happen to do it. <laughs> and, you know, that's it's actually really come in handy now because it's a steady income that I've been keeping going with it. And, you know, you're right. Like, it's it's very weird to have to figure out how exactly you stay safe during these times, because there's all there's a ton of misinformation out there. And then the information that does yeah. come in, you have to vet everything properly. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's yeah, you're right. It's very interesting to kind of follow along with it and we're not out of the woods yet but we just we all got to keep doing what we can and not only keep ourselves safe but everyone around us safe so it's uh true it's That's absolutely right yeah so uh before we get into new amsterdam let's talk a little bit about your background because i know uh, while new amsterdam is relatively new you know it's only in its second season right now you've been mm -hmm. you know in acting and music for a long time now am i correct uh, yeah, long enough. I mean, you know, a lady does not like to reveal her age, but I'm not new. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, when I say like a long time, I don't mean, you know, like it's been like 30, 40 years. And you're right. I would never no. want you to. No. But you've you've done your, you know, you've uh, you've put in your time. That's it. That's a better way to put it. No, that's no. Thank you. Thank you for saying it like that. Yeah, I'm, I've been very, very blessed and very lucky to be able to take part in this industry for for a minute now so it's nice yeah when did you when did you first start and what gave you the the interest in wanting to get into entertainment in in any form you know what's so funny i'm i'm all, i'm really good friends with a couple of my my wonderful castmates but 
uh, Margot Bingham and I, Margot, who plays Evie on the show, uh, were having dinner, I want to say like, a, you know, a month or two ago. And uh, we were talking about how when I was a kid, I always knew this is what I wanted to do. I, would, I was like two and three, and my grandfather was in um, like community theater shows, and my mom would take me to go see him do it. And then we would come back to their house for dinner after. And like, I could tell him the lines from the show. I could sing the songs from the show, you know, and people were like, what? And I always knew two, three years old that this is what I wanted to do. And I, I have recently learned that most people don't grow up just knowing their whole lives that that's what they want to do. But I, I was very lucky that I, um, that I had an affinity for this and that my family was supportive in, in my pursuit of it. And, um, I'm very fortunate that I also, I love teaching. I teach at NYU um, and a couple of other places, but um, so I always have sort of been able to sort of uh, cobble together a lifestyle that has been really cool and creative and interesting. And yeah, so so I've been at it as long as anyone would let me be at it, I guess. My, my answer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is it is kind of rare that you you know that one thing you want to do when you're really young and that's the one thing you end up doing. And, you know, congratulations to you for being able to actually accomplish that because that is something difficult for other people to do. I mean, I know myself. Uh, you know, I grew up at one time wanting to be a policeman because that's what my dad did. And then I wanted to be a fireman. Oh, wow. And then I wanted to. Yeah. And then I wanted to be an astronomer and then I wanted to be a music teacher. <laughs> and it like. And then when I finally realized, like, no, I want to do something in entertainment, I tried many different facets. I was in front of the camera for some extra work. I did behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, you know, in PA work and things like that. And then I, I DJed on major metropolitan radio for a little while. And I had to awesome. I had to try all these different things in order to find out what I really wanted to do. And then it was, and and then I had the opportunity to start a podcast, and I got to speak to many delightful and interesting people, such as yourself. And it's the art form of the inner, the the art of the conversation is what I call it. Is really what I fell yeah. in love with, and that's like yeah. I found my niche now, and like I've finally found that one thing that I love to do. And I, you know, that's so great. Um, you know, I moderate panels on stage at conventions and different events and things like that. So, uh, it's I've I'm I've it took me almost thirty five years to find it, and I'm I'm older than thirty five. I'll tell you that. But, um, you know, but you know, it, it did. It took me a long while to find that, and for someone like you to have known it and stuck with it like that's that's a huge accomplishment well I, I get you know what i think thanks for saying it like that i mean i guess it is right it i've always taken it for granted i i just uh i just was really good at pretending when i was a kid <laughs> so i just sort of thought this thing is fun and i you know i think also i was i maybe i'm fortunate in the time before um i was really working consistently as an actor I, like i didn't pursue it as a young person i I went to college for it and whatnot. I, I really started pursuing it professionally, um, you know, mainly as an adult. Uh, but in the times between when I had big jobs, I've always been fortunate to teach and I really love teaching and stuff. So I, I've been lucky that in everything that I have, in the skills that I have to, to make a living for myself, I've always really loved and enjoyed it. And, and I feel that teaching, I've always taught in the arts as well. So teaching in the arts just kind of helped me like always be a better actor. And then having practical experience, like going out and working as an actor, then maybe bring better things back to my teaching. So I'm 
I, yeah, I've just been very fortunate like that too. Um, that those skills kind of complemented each other. So yeah, I mean, God bless. And the and the teaching is is another thing that I, I absolutely applaud you on for applaud you on as well because I mean that's. It's it's one thing to teach something that you love to other people and pass on the skills that you've learned and things like that, but teaching itself is yeah. a is a hard industry. So Woo! you know, so for you to you're not only taking on one tough industry, you're taking on two, and you're doing it successfully. Well, thanks. We're doing uh we're doing a lot of the classes right now for NYU remotely. Like we had started already setting up that platform so mm -hmm. we could give some really good stuff to our students, and the students have been incredible and really inspiring but that it's a lot of work being a teacher i've never appreciated it as much as i have <laughs> right now i'm like oh lord this is really hard over the over remotely but um but everyone's sort of really coming together in a great way and you know it's it's really nice and uh, new amsterdam family also we've really uh been connecting a lot remotely which has been so fun and uh, yeah, it's, it's a great group of, I'm very, very lucky. My, my teaching community is wonderful, but our jam fam is pretty spectacular in keeping each other's spirits up and, and doing a lot for the community. I'm, I'm really proud of them as well. So it's, I'm lucky. I have good communities, yeah. you know, damn fam. I like that. That's yeah. That's what they call us, right? Our damn fam. <laughs> that's, that's great. I love it. Um, you know, <laughs> you know what, while we're on that topic, let's just jump into new Amsterdam for a little bit and, and talk let's do about it. it. Let's do it. Um, you know, I, I have to say, uh, I, I, my opportunities to watch and check out new television shows is very rare nowadays because of, you know, everything in my life. I don't watch nearly as much TV as I used to. And, it, you know, so every time I, f I see a new show that I want to watch, in, in which New Amsterdam's in its second season now, but, uh, you know, yeah. anytime there's a new season, anytime there's a new show that begins, I always give a show three episodes. And then if by that, okay. by that third episode, I'm not into it, I don't continue watching it. And, okay. and I'm not really a big fan of medical procedurals. Um, st okay. Stick with me. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying, Ben. You're not leading me down a happy path oh, here. Keep it, going. It gets better. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you know, like the, the, I never got into ER or Chicago Hope or Grace Anatomy or anything like that. The last medical show I got into was House. And, you know, I haven't been into a medical show since then. But I'm a huge... Oh, David Foster. David Foster, who writes for us, well, used to write on... Uh, house so oh well so now you know maybe you'll see the connection I, there i can i can already see a little bit of a connection <laughs> um but when i saw the the previews for new amsterdam i gave it a shot because i'm a huge tyler labine fan um oh he's so great isn't he the best i actually had time so i actually had tyler on the podcast last season to talk about season one of i heard i heard you did i love tyler he's a, he's a good friend and he's a, a really good dude yeah and i had so much fun talking to him and so I was like, okay, you know, Tyler's in this. It's a different role for him. I'll I'll check it out, and I like I'll give it my typical three episodes. I didn't need three episodes. Episode one, I was in from. Oh, that's great! I was in to the end I, because I there was just something about New Amsterdam that grabbed me, and I went in for Tyler. I left for everybody. And, Aww. you know, one of the things I absolutely love about the show, other than, you know, the, the story that it tells in the medical fashion and everything, is that there's, while yes, Ryan is kind of a lead of the show, I don't really put any one character above another. Every single character in this show, yourself included, has an emotional story to tell. And Oh, yeah, thanks. And that's one of the reasons why I just, 
I love this show. And I was so excited to find out you were getting three more seasons after this season. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You know, I feel like um, I've said this on other other interviews I've gotten to do, but um, I always say from the top down, you never feel that there's like a hierarchy when you're on set, when you're working. But there's not even really a top down. Everyone really makes you feel like um, everyone's there to, to work and do their job. No one makes you feel like, they're, you know, that that there's a place and you have a, a place that you fit into. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Everybody's on kind of an really equal playing like, field. Yeah, to a large degree. And I, I feel that it makes it, it really does make it feel like you really have, you know, your creative freedom and, and you feel supported, but also you're there to support everyone else. It's really nice. It's, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite jobs I've ever had. I'm, I'm very fortunate, but I really do feel that we all go to work and we really all love each other. So it's, it's a really nice place to be. Yeah, and I've I've stalked your Instagram a little bit as well, and I've seen pictures okay. <laughs> of like of you. It sounds weird when I say stalk your Instagram, but uh, you know, like I've seen pictures of you with the cast and and everybody, and you can just tell even just by looking at those pictures, you guys are such a family on set. Um, yeah, you know, and I just I, I love that. It makes somebody love some love a show so much more when they can kind of picture that as they're, uh, you know, as they're watching. Um, yeah, it's true. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad that you get that from that. That's great. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more. I mean, or, well, it's more tell my listeners a little bit more about your character, Ella, that uh, that you that you play oh, in the sure. show. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have a great gig on this hospital show where everyone else has to talk about <laughs> like yeah. myocardial infractions and whatnot. I'm the I'm the coffee girl. I'm the barista. <laughs> I work in the cafe. Um, my character's name is Ella and I started off, uh, just sort of having this really quirky, I mean, I guess it still is. I have this really quirky friendship with, um, Dr. Kapoor, Dr. VJ Kapoor, who is, a you know, an Indian doctor, maybe about 60 years old. And, uh, we have developed this very off, offbeat kind of friendship, very atypical, I guess, uh, societally. And, uh, we're sort of becoming... I like to say like a family, like a friend family where, you know, where we really care about each other. And, and it's, you know, I mean, I don't know how much to tell the listeners without them getting, giving spoilers yeah. away if you haven't been watching, but, but catch up on it. Ella and VJ Kapoor have a really, a really nice, interesting relationship. It's fun. So yeah, it's, and you know, it's funny too, is going back to my, my interview with Tyler last, my conversation with Tyler last season is that Tyler, he wanted to, he wanted me to get my listeners to kind of ship him and VJ together because they were kind of playing <laughs> off each other a lot. Yeah, totally. Last season. And while they still do, that's kind of shifted into you and VJ. Um, I know who I, I have to say, uh, Anu Pam is a wonderful actor you know, in, yeah. in everything that I've seen him in. And it's so great seeing him portraying this role as well. Um, you know, but, you know, on top of you say it as if like you're 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 the coffee barista girl, which you are. But your character does definitely still has more emotion to that. I mean, they've explored the fact that your character has OCD and, yeah. you, you know, and they definitely dive deeper into your character than just being a barista. And that's why. No, I, it's a Go ahead. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent. No, you're a hundred percent right. It's, um, it's, it's been a really lovely little, uh, journey with Ella. I'm, I'm very grateful because, uh, she started off as sort of this, uh, little part on the show. And I think, uh, I can't say enough great things about Anupam Kerr, uh, as 
a friend, as an actor, as a colleague, he, uh, he really, he looked out, he looked out for me in a certain way when we first started and really, um, he really wanted me to be the best I could in my scenes as, as I would want myself to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a result, and as a result of our very real friendship that developed from working together, um, Ella and DJ also that friendship continued to grow. And now um, it's funny too. I always think DJ Kapoor is, is, is a neurologist. He's a head doctor. And so he always is dealing with these people like um, Tyler Iggy and, and Ella who are so heart people. Mm-hmm. And so he's always kind of <laughs> tripping up on having to deal with all these big emotions because DJ has them too, but they kind of go through the, the filter of, of his brain and logic. And so it's, it's fun being um, the foil to him in that way. Um, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate that, that she's, um, she's had a big, uh, emotional life, especially this season. God, what, what they've you know brought her through and and done with her, and uh, actually airing uh, tomorrow night at nine p.m. Our our time slot moves up to nine. Is a repeat of episode nine from this season, which is uh, the island, and uh, it's the first part of a, of a great two part episode nine and ten this season, where uh, we deal with some prisoners from Rikers yeah. and Ella had a really big episode for episode ten. But um, you see some of the some of those threads of that start in episode nine. So if you want to check that out tomorrow night, I'm, it's I'm trying. To, it's a good one. It's exciting. I'm trying to remember if I if I remember the episodes correctly in that thing that you're talking about. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, my listeners they'll they'll get over it. All right, spoiler alert. Um, Pause it, you guys, if you don't want to hear. It's one of actually my favorite moments of both Ella and VJ is when he sets up the bedroom for your character. Oh, in- that was. That was episode 12 this season. Okay. Yes, that was so nice. Yeah. And that kind of explores a little bit too that like you're right. He plays more off the head and you're, you and Iggy's character is kind of more off the heart. And But that just shows that just goes to show you the dynamics of the characters and how they play off so well off each other is that your little bit of heart or your, your a lot of heart gave him a little bit of heart you know, more off the mind and more, or less off the mind and more on the heart in that he set up that bedroom for Ella. And that was, yeah, it was, it was su- so sweet. it's such a heartwarming moment. And this show has made me cry so many times. I'm not afraid to admit it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. Both happy yes. and sad tears. I mean, you know. Yes. It's true. We get that a lot. There's a very, you know, the, the fans love to tell us that they have to buy a new box of Kleenex every Tuesday <laughs> night just to, Get through the typical episode. Hard, There's a lot of and, a lot of tears, and they're hard to find right now. I mean, come on, it's, <laughs> that's true. We're in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic. It's a, it's a precious resource right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that indeed. Was, um, episode twelve was so special. Lucy Liu directed that episode. Oh, and, I didn't uh, know that. It was really nice. Yeah, Lucy Liu directed that episode, and um, it was a really beautiful. Ep- I loved working with her. She's such a great person. She was a great director. I really enjoyed her. Um, but uh, but it was a really touching moment for VJ and Ellen, how he really had to say, if I want this person to be a part of my life, he really had to adjust. And I and personally, I felt like it was really hard for Ella to ask ask for it to say, I know that my condition can be, uh, you know, inflicting upon you, like can be uh, like a burdensome and overbearing. It is for me too. But in order for me to live with you, like I can't live in that environment. And for him to make that shift, that's huge for VJ to to even make a little space for another person was a big deal. So I remember really loving shooting that last scene as well. Yeah. Um, 
So thanks for pointing that out. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I've proven that I watched the show at this point. <laughs> yeah, yes, you definitely have. <laughs> um, you know, I, I did mention, you know, how tissues are a precious resource and everything because we're in the midst of a pandemic and we talked a little bit about yeah. that at the beginning. Um, how hard was it getting the news that, you know, the unfortunate news that the season is going to be cut short? Because next, uh, next Tuesday, the 14th, is your last episode of the season, unfortunately. It, yeah, it was. We were, of course, all um, dis- disappointed, but also knew we knew <clears throat> for the safety of our cast and crew, for the safety of uh, everybody who works on the show, for the safety of everybody in New York, it was the right call, and we're grateful that you know uh, we have that ability to, you know, to to wrap episode nineteen, which is the one you'll see on the fourteenth. And it's exciting in a certain way, too, because now uh, season three has a lot of places that it can go. So it's been interesting sort of talking about, you know, maybe where some of the stories are going to go and things like that. And it was a, it was, yes, definitely disappointing, but it, it was it was the right thing to do for everybody. And a, a, you know? a disappointing and heartbreaking, but yet understandable choice that was yeah. that was made. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is and I really can't stress. To, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I. All I was going to say is I can't stress to you enough what's so funny is even when we are apart from each other for just a short amount of time, you know, this group text and we have all these group threads and stuff in, within the cast and crew that, that have, we just immediately popped up and we're, we're all texting each other and on, saying hi every day. How are you? Where are you? Oh, let me, let's FaceTime. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it's like we're still seeing each other every day anyway. So it's, it's pretty nice. We're pretty lucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you guys, it's your, it's your damn fam. So it is, um, yeah. I'm going to continue to use that. I like that. Uh, Go for it, please. So this is, I know we're, we're, we're coming closer to the end, but I have, this is going to be a, hmm, a kind of tough question to answer for you. At least I, I imagine it's probably going to be just after the conversation that we've had. Um, okay. So you're, you're preparing to go to the set. You're preparing to go to work and you take a look at the call sheet. Other than we're, we're going to exclude, uh, and Upam, because we know, you know, just you work with his character so much. Who, other than him, who's the one name on the call sheet you get the most excited you know you're working with? Well, I mostly only shoot with Anupam. Uh, I have shot once with Tyler, which for me was really exciting because, um, like I said, Tyler and I are great friends. And mm-hmm. also, I'm a, a, I was a big fan of his as well before I started on the show. Um, and I've shot with Ryan like twice. So that's always fun because Ryan's such a goofball uh, and, and he's a lot of fun to shoot with. But like Janet Montgomery is, is one of my nearest and dearest friends and I've never gotten a scene with her. So writers, if you're listening to this, I would really <laughs> like a scene with, with Janet. Uh, and I I think I've, but I've got a chance to shoot with uh, all six of the, of the recurring, the regular cast, um, when we did the web series, which is really, really fun. It's on the NBC website. Um, it's called short shots. So all of them kind of come into the cafe and we had a little exchanges, which was fun. So I did get at least one chance at shooting with all of them. Yeah. Um, but that's been fun. Uh, yeah. So I would say my, my opportunities to shoot with Tyler and Ryan were both really, really fun, but okay. yeah, you're right. It's not an easy question to answer. I, I do like shooting with everybody. I'm, I'm lucky like that. We have a good group, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and final question before we wrap things up, 
you know, okay. we talked about you working alongside like J-Lo and, and Leah Remini and all the wonderful cast of, of New Amsterdam. Uh, who's the dream? Who's the person that you would just absolutely love working alongside, whether it be on screen, on stage, musical duet, whatever it be? Oh. Who's the dream? Oh, wow, man. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, my my first answer would definitely be Meryl Streep. Okay. Right? Everyone wants to do something amazing with her. Um, God, yeah, that would be my dream okay. right now. If you ask me that right now today, I want to do a movie with Meryl Streep. All right. Uh, I've got, yeah. No, it's, it's fair enough. I think that's a great <laughs> answer too. I mean, I think uh, I, I have an answer to that question myself. Um, what's your answer? Um, mine's Hugh Jackman. Like there's not a shadow of a doubt. Um, and you can, oh, good one. and you can do it all with him, screen, stage and music. Like it's, you know, he's a, I, and I, Actually, you know, we I mentioned how I'm just down the road in Philadelphia before we started talking. I actually had an opportunity. I was in Times Square at Christmas time and I saw his performance on the Today show uh in front of, on Rock, at Rockefeller Center and I was like, "Oh my god, you were excited. I you was were so thrilled." Blown away. And then I saw him in concert here in <laughs> Philly too and it's, you know, he's he's one of my top gets for this podcast hopefully one day. Um, All right, Hugh, if you're listening, Ben needs you. Come on in. It's time. Yep. It's time, Hugh. Deidre says it has to happen, so now it has to happen. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for spending a little time with me during this. I want to send people to your social media uh, to follow you. I know you're on Instagram, at uh, Deidre underscore Pharrell, uh, Twitter, Deidre Pharrell. Um, are you on Facebook as well or just those two social medias? You know, uh, I'll, I'm, I just am on those two, really. Okay. Uh, so, it's, yeah, Deirdre Friel at Deirdre underscore Friel at Instagram. I've been saying your last Deirdre name Friel wrong. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. No, what? <laughs> whatever. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's an unusual name. So I don't. it's something I've dealt with my whole life. Don't worry about it. But thank you. It's been so nice talking to you. I'll, let's do this again. Absolutely. I would love to talk to you, especially next season for the third and fourth and fifth seasons and uh, you know, yeah, as we mentioned, the final episode of this season airs this Tuesday on NBC, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, final episode of the second season. But you've got three more seasons coming. We're all us fans of the show. We're super excited. Uh, That's right. Thank you once again for spending some time with me today. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that wraps it up for this edition of The Spotlight. Until next time, see you around the band.